When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is an Ian special report. Now reporting. The very handsome Jewish man, Peter Rosenberg. Ian's at six. When the clock struck six, it meant one thing. Can I just say one thing, Don? Sure. Um, you're not done. It stands up, but it's Don. not. Now, from the ESPN New York News Desk, here's Rosenbaum or whatever that guy's name is. One of your show is number one. Hey guys, welcome to ENN. On Tiwi. Ray Row. I don't know. We're not sponsored today, are we? You're asking me? That's on my list. No, we're not sponsored today. Wow. That's an opportunity. You know what that is, Don? It's an opportunity for a business out there. That's it. I mean, if you're if you're a business that wants to um have bigger business. You saw the crowd climb aboard. You saw the crowd at the beach bash. You saw what was going on out there. The the, the 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 level of engagement and the sponsors that showed up there oh yeah come on tremendous they had a great time they were great people too love them all yeah um all right let me start off by saying good evening to don go back to the bronx you bum does okay. fielding don, help you win don, four don, times i've asked don, to does stuff. fielding don, help you win yes. five times i've got hair that people would die to have i'm a fabulous driver I do Ranger games without Michael K. 16 years doing pre and post for the Jets. Guess what? No Michael K. I'm on the air. Well, stop with your Michael K. I hate you. So, (laughs) is it is it funny that the best drop is the one where I'm all calm? Yeah. (laughs) After all that, number one. Now, so real quick, Andrew, what do you see being the most likely to make it out of this group and really go on a run? Next March. I love I Hate You. Probably my favorite thing to come out <laughs> I of that. Hate you. Uh, the If we're going to go for one of the screamings, mm-hmm. him screaming, I'm on the air. I could see that getting a lot of use between now and next March. I'm on the air! I think it's great. Yeah. I think that's a great one. A- any guess on like where I Hate You could be seating-wise? Two right now? Oh, wow. And, and uh, Are what you in agreement that if I screamed I Hate You, it wouldn't have the same effect as me just saying I Hate You? Well, in context of the rant, right, right, it was it was the perfect way to end that madness. I, I, I I'll tell you though, Don. I would have loved. I hate you screaming. Also, I think it would have worked either way. I think it would have played either way. I hate you. Yeah, <laughs> but I, I I agree with uh, Andrew. That's why I'm not sure it's going to have the life that it should. Whereas because, I'm on the air because I'm screaming like a maniac, and then I think what really made it funny was at the end. I hate you. Where if I had said to him during the call, I hate you, maybe it would have had more impact mm-hmm. as a drop long term. Now, one of, our, one of our big t- – oh, I, I didn't say good evening to myself. I don't think I've said anything. Do I even have a drop? Between Kaidi and K. Ree. <laughs> that was – There had to be a good one today. This has been one of my the best shows I can remember, honestly. This, I can't – but honestly, let's not, let's not shortchange how bad that is. One more time, Anthony, that one. Between Kaidi and K. Ree. 
Kai D and K Ree. But you, it was the beach bash. I'd had a couple. I'd had a beverage. I, I was sipping on an adult. Uh, me they and, did a fabulous job with the margaritas. Oh, my God. Well, that's what me and Harry. So I asked Harry if he wanted to take a shot. And Harry was uncomfortable. He was like, oh, I don't think I'm going to take a shot. I said, you know what? I, last thing I would ever do is pressure anyone. Don't don't worry about it. I said, I'm going to have one of these margaritas. He said, oh, I'd, I'd have a margarita. I said, okay, don't you worry. I'm going to get you a frozen Patron margarita and have one. And I, I did the same thing. And then the result was, sadly, me confusing Kydie and Kyrie. And I, I never mentioned this to you at the time, <laughs> but whoever got Harry and myself the margaritas, just like any good bar, and bar A is one of the best, do, is they get you more. Right. So I got another one, yeah, and they too. gave Harry another one. They and did. Harry didn't see, so I moved it away. Because I didn't want to, I didn't want to be the guy to allow Harry to have a second margarita. Well, he's ninety nine years old. I mean, hold on, he's I, fine. No, I, I I get it, but Let I the just, man get wasted. I, but I didn't know if he actually if he ordered it, then he would have been where's my margarita. I would have said, oh, here it is. But as just a complimentary, let's let's because they don't know he's right. ninety nine. <laughs> you know, let's get the guy right. who ordered a margarita another margarita. I I think Andrew, I think I did the right thing. I just moved it away. Let's make sure he doesn't have a second margarita. I erred on the side of of better for him, and I'll take the hit if I insulted him. Part of me is with Peter, though. This is a grown man. I, but again, if he had asked for it, then by all means, drink it. It's his life. It's his decision. But for him to get one without asking, I just erred on the side of maybe it's better if he doesn't see the second margarita. Your heart was in the right place, but I think Harry has earned the right to... To decide whether or not he wants the free margarita. You know what? He has. That's a great point by Andrew. He's 99 years old. If he wants to have a margarita, for God's sake, he should have one. I just did not want that on my conscience if, if God forbid, something happened. Well, no, it was also, here's the thing. I need, I don't think, this is our first time on the air. We haven't got to talk about it. It, it was hotter than actual hell that day. There was. No, it, Michael K. I, I mean, it was hot enough to me, Don. That I would start proposing we do this like Memorial Day Friday. It was a nightmare hot. I couldn't believe people came and stood outside. Yeah, but you know what? I, I, I was—I think I said it on the air. I, I was happy with it. Like I don't know something. I never liked extreme heat and especially humidity. And it was humid too, yeah. so it was—it was a bad combination. But just being outside with everybody, it didn't. The heat didn't bother me, and the heat hasn't bothered me. In COVID, just being outside and I, hear I, I you. found it to be comfortable. I, I I don't know how you guys felt about it, but I, I did not feel like Andrew. It was how did you problem. feel? I felt uncomfortably hot at times. Uh, yeah, at times maybe. Now, Don, I would say you guys were underneath uh, an awning in the shade, a slight for the, oh, yes. for the yeah, duration. But, but humidity doesn't help there, though. I mean, it's true. It doesn't help with the humidity. But but uh, and here's why the other reason I'm on the other side of it from Don. I had to go immediately to the airport for a six hour flight. So the showing up at the airport with a complete glaze of dried sweat, it was, it was an aggressive day. But, man, our, our people are so great. We appreciate you guys so much. Now, earlier on the program, we talked to the great Dwight Gooden. And out of the gate, I asked him if he thinks he deserves to have his jersey retired like Keith Hernandez. It's a tough question for me personally. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Um, I guess it depends on how you really look at it. I feel... As a player, and what I did on the field, I would probably say yes. Um, obviously, I had my troubles off the field with that. Obviously, not. So I don't know if you take that in consideration or how they really do it. Uh, that would definitely be up to Mr. Corn and his committee. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't know. 
I don't know how to how, how, how do you you know how do you go about that? I'm not really sure. I, I I really like Doc's performance on the show today. I thought I just thought that answer, Don. It's a tough question to ask. Like, I'm not, I'm, that's that's hard. It's an awkward place to to, to have to answer. And I he did a it's, nice job. He did a very nice job. And I get people being upset about drug addiction, but I think we look at it differently now than we did thirty plus years ago, where you were a bad guy if you were on drugs, you ruined the team. But now I think we look at it differently where we understand addiction is a disease. And listen, Doc's had his troubles. Daryl has completely turned his life around for the better. But not only do we ask the question, do they deserve to be punished for how long? And and what Doc said, does it have to be a life sentence? You know, mistakes that he made 30 plus years ago, does he still have to pay for them now? Judge him on his numbers. Judge him on the kind of player that he was at the time. And tell me he wasn't one of the most electric players in the history of this organization. Tell me he's not. That's All right, it was a brief period of time. Yes, it should have been longer. But from 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 the time that he was here, especially 84, 85 and 86, I don't know if there was any more impactful player in the history of the organization. That's including Tom Seaver in those 3 years. Now, is that enough to retire a number? Well, hold on. Was 85 was the greatest Mets pitching season of all time. No? Uh, it, it has to, it has to be up there. It was was he 24 and four? I got to look and see. I, I think he's tw- I think he's 24 and four, and his ERA is what one four or something. How, how and he, he wins the Cy Young in his second year, Peter. Uh, I know, I know. Yeah, the the, the numbers in 80, 80, 85. in eighty eighty five. So his second year in the league. 24 and 4, 1.53 earn run average. So he led the league in wins, earn run average, complete games 16, innings pitched, strikeouts. One, two, three, four, like five categories. Not only did he win the Cy Young, he finished fourth in the MVP. It's, it's, let's see. And, and, and we look at 86 as he started his downturn. You know, he's 17 and 6 with a 2.84 earn run average, and he finished seventh in the Cy Young. So, so Seaver, obviously, I mean, no one's arguing that Seaver is not the, the best pitcher in Mets history, but just to give you a comp about whether or not Doc deserves to have his jersey retired, Seaver's, of course, a Hall of Famer and has his jersey retired. But Seaver's best seasons, Don, in 69, he was 25 and 7, 2.21 ERA. So one more win, three more losses, slightly higher ERA than Doc's best year. Um, he was 1.76, 20 and 10 in 1971. He was 19 and 10, 2.08 ERA in 1973. All of this is to say, no, he never had a year that surpassed that. It, it's the it's on won you a championship, and then stuck around, and as, as unglorious as some of those years were, played on the team for 10 years. Yeah. I, I understand. Listen, I, I, I was texting with uh, Michael Cole, the voice of Friday Night SmackDown, who's a huge Mets fan, and asked him his feelings on who he thinks is next. And he's – Cole has been to, the, to every World Series in his lifetime. Um, he's a hardcore Mets fan. And I said, who's the next person – whose jersey should be retired. Cole's answer was immediately David Wright. 
Okay, And when I asked him about Strawberry Doc, he said what other people said. I have mixed feelings. They were good, but they were a mess and arguably cost the Mets more titles with their antics. Um, I understand it. To me, it's just a choice, Don, of what do you want to focus on? Do you want to focus on the the negatives or the positive? I think in the case of Daryl and Doc, they have enough positives, and they're beloved enough by the fan base that I I would do it. Yeah, and the numbers numbers are there. Strawberry went to... um... Was it one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, eight all-star games? Seven of the eight were as a Met. Mm. He finished second in the MVP in 88, led the league in home runs that year with 39, was rookie of the year in 83. Uh, it's now, <laughs> is, is there what, eight years with the Mets? From 83 to 90. Okay. So eight years. Now, I'm not. I do think, and we had a caller earlier, that kind of want to punish those guys because you look at that 86, and one of the negatives about 86, there should have been more. And if there were a wild card, I think there would have been more because they would have they would have made the playoffs in 85. They probably would have made the playoffs in 84. Certainly in 87 and but, in 89. But, like, there would have been other playoff appearances a, and maybe other runs. But isn't that, isn't that a tough way to grade people? Like, I'm just trying to come up with a comp, Don, but, like, Imagine, you know, at the radio, you come to this radio station, they hadn't won anything in 17 years. You give them, we, you make we, you make the station number one. You do it all on your back. You're a major part of them getting to, to the top of the mountain. It's the only time you win, though. It's the only win you get. But they never get to number one ever again. Rather than being rewarded as the person who helped take us to the top, you're punished for not getting more? It just seems like, I get it. I understand why that frustration was there because you expected more. It just seems like a silly way to judge people who did really great things for your organization, in my opinion. And it would be one thing, by the way, if the personal lives of Daryl and Doc, like they were in denial about it or they, they, they hadn't lived to tell their story and evolve, but they have. They have lived, and they have evolved, and they have been honest about their story. Daryl and Doc, every time they're on this show, talk about, especially Daryl, but Doc too, talk very candidly but about their past. Don't, don't You're right. So don't you look at the guys now. Like, at the time, you might have been, what pieces of garbage, throwing their career away on cocaine, bad guys. Can you really look at either of the two of them now and really think they're bad guys? Right, you know what I'm saying? So... Don't you no, kind of lean towards? I don't think so. Again, if you don't want to feel sorry for him, I get it because you make the decision to do drugs, right? But let me just tell you about somebody who lived in the '80s. In all seriousness, it's not like it is now. I mean, cocaine was pretty prevalent. There were there were really good people that were trying cocaine that would never think about it. You know, forty years later, uh, and again, I'm not excusing them, but from part of the culture, it was a it was a little bit of a different time. So. Trying it, Peter, in the mid-80s is different than trying it now. Agreed. Yeah. You know, so, all right, so they try it. They find out they're addicted to it. All right, obviously they have to take responsibility, which both of them have. D- Daryl has done some amazing things. He really has. Through trying to uh, t- tell his story and help people through their drug addictions. Can you really look at them now and say they're bad people? I, I, I don't think you can. And I think people deserve empathy and room to grow and make amends. Let's uh, go with the current Met situation. By the way, Andrew pointed out he thinks, and with good reason, that actually the season in Mets history that most competes with Doc's 85 would be DeGrom's 18. Mm. 
Um, his ERA was, I think, uh, 1.70. In 18? And certainly yeah. with offense being much greater now than it was 2018 than it was in 86. Right. It, it's even more remarkable. Let's hear from uh, Pete Alonzo. He's asked about doing the uh, home run derby. Yeah. I mean, it's a really fun event. And, um, I mean, it, it's going to be super exciting. So, I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. Who you got thrown to? Jousy. Money man Joust. <laughs> what, I guess what, you know, having done it twice now, what did you learn from those that you can take into this one? Um, I mean, from I, I have a really good plan uh, to go into it. And, again, I mean, I, I just have so much fun. I don't think anyone has more fun than, than I do, um, especially when it comes to this event. I mean, it's for me, it, it's, it's so fun. And, um, I mean, again, I'm just really, really excited for it. I like, I like that he embraces it. I mean, you made a good point, Peter. How many times have you complained about the – uh, skills competition, specifically the dunk competition in the NBA. And the you best want LeBron dunkers are not there. You, never want, there. you want the biggest stars, and he's one of the best home run hitters in the game and certainly deserves um, the opportunity to do it. I, I, I particularly don't care because I want to see the Mets win a World Series, and that's what I'm going to grade him on, regular season and postseason, not home run derby. I'm not going to sit there and get in a debate with somebody. I think uh, Alonzo's better than Harper because look how many home run derby. Who cares? If you have fun with it, enjoy it. I like the fact that he's embracing it. I do. And good luck. I hope he wins three in a row. And, and man, I'll tell you what, it would be fun if Stanton did it. That would be a fun little wrinkle. Um, has Has Stanton done it before? Something tells me yes. Was I don't know as a Yankee. He might have done it as a Marlin. He hasn't done it as a Yankee. Yeah, he might because I wasn't the All Star game in Miami and he did it. Let's, I think. Let's let's hear from John Carlos Stanton. A couple more days to think about it. Yeah. Uh, get get my schedule and everything in line. You know, a lot of a lot of moving parts at once. Um, yeah. Everything that's going to go into it. You know, I yeah. did I did kind of the host and Derby and the game in Miami, and yeah. you know, it was a lot of a lot of fun. But I was also pretty beat up after. So taking it a couple more days to decide. So he did it in Miami when they hosted the All-Star game. But Stanton Donton, you just feel like Stanton's the kind of guy who you would think if he has a pitcher who he knows really well from BP, like someone who can really give right. him good BP, you feel like Stanton would be impossible to beat. Like, Don, don't you feel like when you watch Pete Alonso hit home runs, the effort level versus Giancarlo Stanton. He's trying four times harder. Yeah, it is. It's crazy, Stanton right? literally just looks like – Stanton, when he hits home runs, it looks like old-timey baseball, like a, a huge man holding this stick. By the way, speaking of old-timey baseball, I watched 42 on the plane last week. Hell of a movie. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, I haven't I haven't seen it. It's. I mean, it's also a little bit extra sad with Chadwick Boseman being yeah. gone. It makes it, like, hit even yeah. a little harder. But oh man, it's a beautiful movie. I, I did not realize how good Forty Two was. Fantastic. Uh, let me let me ask you this quick, because um, Andrew brought up uh, the twenty eighteen for Degrom, a little bit higher of an earn run average, one point seven zero to Gooden's one point five three. How much do you put into the fact that Degrom threw two hundred and seventeen innings in twenty eighteen, and Doc threw two hundred and seventy six? Again, know. different time. I even look at the wins and losses. Degrom was ten and nine. How yeah, sick mean, is that? He was ten and nine. Yeah, the team was terrible. Um, they did not do him right. But when you look at what would Doc's earned run average had been if he didn't have to pitch the extra fifty some odd innings or sixty some odd innings? I mean, you're talking about this is six essentially six more games yeah. of innings. That he so 
nothing beats Doc's 85. Yeah, it, it's it's literally the best pitching season of all time. I don't see why you don't honor that. And I think Steve Cohen will. By the way, shout out to Steve Cohen. I saw he hosted um, Ghostface Killa and members of Wu-Tang yesterday. Really? Did I yeah. didn't, no, I didn't see that. Oh, yeah, there are pictures on the big screen I saw of Ghostface hanging out with Steve Cohen. That happened yesterday. And, and I I took the kids on Thursday to see the new um, Minions movie, mm-hmm. The Rise of Gru. I, and, I know I know. kids are very into this. In 3D. Oh, wow. And 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 Rizzo voiced one of the characters. Oh, really? <laughs> yes. Did you recognize the voice or no, saw it? No, I, 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 I didn't recognize the voice, and then when I looked at the credits, I'm like, he has a yeah, great. He has a great voice. He does. For that. He does, and it, it's, it's funny because whenever I see that, I think of the stupidity of Phil Mushnick's opinion about like how the Super Bowl has all these rappers and what they rap about. Look what these. Look what Ice T's doing. Look what Ice Cube's doing. Rizza's voicing a children's movie. Like it's amazing how they've entered like not just pop culture, but like kids culture. Uh, kids culture. Like I know, and, and he's and, holding them to standards and, from lines and, when they were eighteen years would old. Would I ever play like any like of of any of that music to my four year olds? No. But does that mean that they can't? Like crossover, clearly they can. Well, yeah, by the it, it doesn't make sense on two levels. Number one, you won't play it for Marco and Jayla when they're four, but you'll play it for them when they're thirteen, and you'll also say <laughs> you can also enjoy their movies right now. Anyways, Phil Mushnick. No, but I'm just Heck. saying that Phil is on an island by himself with that opinion. Oh, yeah. He's he's out there. Um, let's do. Uh, there's a lot more to get to, including we have to at least mention we have not had, we've been so busy today we haven't at all mentioned the Zach Wilson story today. We have to talk about that. Yeah, it is interesting. It's a it's, uh, it's and, and we're gonna we're gonna delicate we're gonna it. delicately address this uh, and and a few other things. More ENN next right here on the K Show on Yes and ninety eight seven ESPN. Robert Half Research indicates nine out of ten hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Thanks for listening to the Michael K. Show podcast. Well, that's awesome. Looking for more access to the show? That's right, man. Check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at TMKS ESPN. I know that song. <sighs> You know that song? It's called Marcus Smart. Oh, yeah. It's by the great Peter Rosenberg. If you're, I don't know if you're ah? Yeah, I don't know if you're familiar. Okay. No, no, no. You're familiar, aren't you? Up late. Real late. Close enough. <laughs> That's what Cuber was saying when I was tripping on mesk in 84. ENN continues on. I'll go as far as saying it roars on. Don, we haven't talked about this much today because, frankly, it's a little awkward and uh, sort of weird. This Zach Wilson story. Yeah, it's... Um, so I didn't know that Zach broke up with the girlfriend. They broke up? I didn't know he had one. I assumed he had one, but why am I supposed to know who's Oh, I, I knew he had a girlfriend um, because they, they were together when he got drafted and, you know, all the places like to post pictures, blah, blah, blah. She's obviously an attractive young lady. He's a handsome young man. Um, so the New York Post has a story 
that Zach Wilson's ex appears to be dating his college roommate, who's a wide receiver on the uh, Washington Commanders, okay. by the way. It's not ideal, but Dax Milne. life happens. Um, and she also seemed to accuse Zach Wilson of cheating on her with his mom's best friend. Oh. Yeah. Hmm. So no, you can't say that we all haven't been like thinking up? about something. Not not that it wait, happened, wait. but what do you mean? You're telling me that in the, in the course of your life, mm-hmm. you never had a friend whose mom was hot, or what? Your mom had a friend that was hot. One of those two, an older woman that you found very attractive. I I can honestly say there were there was never a moment where my parents had a friend. Who I would like fantasize about? No, I don't think so. Did you ever Just have? But but it's the same thing as far as age is concerned. Did you ever have a friend whose mom was hot? Uh, <laughs> when I was very little, I had a friend whose mom I, I remember thinking was pretty. But I was very very little. Interesting. Listen, I'm sure people have had this, these thoughts both ways. I'm sure there have been. I'm sure it's worked both directions many times. But the question is. Doing it is a little weird. Your mom's best friend. Think about how weird. I mean, that's it's it's pretty inappropriate to the mom's best friend, if that's real. Well, I don't know how, how does your mom feel about it. Like, like I don't know. It would only be weird to his mom, and I don't know. For all we know, Zach's mom might have been the one to hook him up. I, I don't know. It's a different world out there, Peter. World has changed since. Uh, well, maybe you've been out and about recently but very you know, for us um, you know married folk i don't know what's happened over the last you know 20 years and now and then after that there were a bunch of tweets from his teammates s- seemingly a lot of them sarcastic putting up the uh that's my quarterback meme right okay so so it's being received well by his teammates of course right so i, I but again why is there an issue other, like you said, it's inappropriate. Well, it's only inappropriate if his mom had a problem with it. Right, yeah, it's not inappropriate. On, I mean, it, it is. It's weird. It's it maybe a weird choice, but I don't think he'd be the one who would be. Now, the heart wants what the heart wants. I and might be talking about the wrong body part, but you know what I mean. Things want what the they ana- want. <laughs> the analogy is still the same, and it's only strange because society tells us that it's inappropriate. But I ask you. Is it really that inappropriate? Let's say he met a woman that, that was, you know, twenty years, thirty years, his senior. Would we look at it any differently? If it, I don't even know how much older she is. How much older is she? I think his mom's pretty young. She's probably and, twenty-five and, and, years and, older, and she could be friends. She doesn't have to have friends her own age. That's a great point. You know, so really, you know, if he went out, let's say she's fifteen years his senior. So what is he? You know, if he's twenty, he's twenty-five, and she's forty. Possible. I don't think anybody would think that's crazy. We're we're thinking that she's who the mom's forty four or the friend. The friend. We think the friend is forty four. We know the friend. Do we know the friend? We don't have a confirmed friend. But but the truth is, Don, for like how big a deal this is, unless like with all due respect, unless you're a childish yo yo, why is this such a big story? Because it's strange. It's just because it's random. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I, I get why all his teammates are like, "That's my guy." You know, Chad Johnson uh, posted Zach Wilson, the goat. D 
DK Metcalf retweeted it and wrote, confirmed, laughing face. Wow. Elijah Moore recaps it and writes, no cap. Um, Darius Butler tweets, bullish on Zach Wilson this year. Like, I understand why teammates and other players would find it funny. I don't understand why it's a huge story. Well, I mean, but I should get it right. Zach Wilson is, uh, on August 3rd, is going to turn 23. So, he's he's young. But, listen, did anybody uh, – How what was the age difference between um, Kate Beckinsale and uh, Pete Davidson? Uh, 20? Yeah, I mean, so it's not, it's not crazy. And, by for, the way, none of this is confirmed, of course. This is all just right, alleged but, from I'm this New York saying, Post. I really don't know. Uh, the, the reason you ask it's a story because you start thinking of Stifler's mom. You start it – just it, it's it's kind of – fantasy might be the wrong word, but it's just something like, wow. It, it, it would be like hooking up with a hot teacher or something. Of course – It's our, interesting. Our right. male – libido like high fives those types of things right like whoa that's why his teammates Don, reacted but, the way that they I, did I, I, but it, it's not a story in the sense of anything there's no impropriety here is there i mean listen there are people out there opening their radio shows doing full hours about it it, it depends but then there's sports then there's sports shows <laughs> it's interesting but you know but sports figures even though he hasn't done anything yet but still he was the second overall pick in the draft and he's the quarterback of the jets it's a big job it's a big deal Flash Gordon was a quarterback of the Jets, if you remember from the movie Flash. Um, not Gordon. I forget what his last name was, actually, in Flash. Flash Gordon was the pitcher. But you know what I mean. You, when you reach a certain celebrity, who you date becomes very eclectic, for lack of a better word. right? <laughs> very well said. Uh, in random sports news, although it's not if you've been paying attention, but it still sounds random. Condoleezza Rice has been added to the Broncos' ownership group. She was actually, didn't they consider her to replace, uh, um, who was it, uh, the, who was the commissioner of the NFL at the time? Paul Tagliabue, I think. Yeah. I don't know if she was seriously considered, but she was like one of the candidates. Like, her name got floated yeah. around that before Goodell. I remember that. Um, well, good for her, no? Yeah. So she's now going to be part of the new ownership group. Group. I mean that that breaks two glass ceilings, right? You know, yeah. female and African American. That would be. Uh, let's see, Don. I'm sure you're excited to know that Joe Sackick's been elevated to president of the Colorado Avalanche. Okay. Um, after Wimbledon, Nakushkin gets eight years. But go ahead. Uh, after Wimbledon, Roger Federer unranked for the first time in 25 hmm. years. After Novak Djokovic wins his 21st Grand <sighs> Slam. Man, he's good. And I and I, I I heard Greeny talking about this earlier. I guess he unless something changes, he will not be here for the U.S. Open. Yeah. Well, that, that's it, I maybe things will change. What do we have? Six weeks. Uh, it's, it's it's usually what yeah, six weeks. Last week it's, it goes into Labor Day, right? So it's late August. Mm-hmm. So we're talking. Yeah, I don't think so. Do you? I'd probably not. Because the reason we say not eligible, he is unvaccinated, doesn't plan on getting vaccinated. And right now, if you are not a U.S. citizen and not vaccinated, you are not allowed in the country. So he would not be able to play here. That's not uh, the U.S. Um, that's not the Tennis Association, USTA. No, that's, no, it's the, that's the United States of America. But, you know, who knows? Uh, Brittany Griner was a major focal point, not surprisingly, of the WNBA All-Star Weekend. Asia Wilson, Brianna Stewart, and the rest of the All-Stars mm. all wore jerseys with Griner's name. Um, and number 42 um, in the second half yesterday. So the first half they came out wearing their regular jerseys, then they all switched to Brittany Griner jerseys. I got to tell you, Don. It's so sad. Let me, let me ask you this. 
So I'm going to ask you a real question. How big a story would this be every day if she was a top flight male athlete in a pro sport? Oh, it would be, it would be a every massive day, right? story. You know, and, and I know that's been brought up. Mike Lupica had tweeted that out. What if this was LeBron James? But, you know, that's how society is, right? It's She's not LeBron James. Now, if, if, if it were LeBron James, he probably wouldn't be there anymore. Right. But, that, the, but, here's, but here's the issue is she has to go play in Russia because her contract in the WNBA see, is not massive. See. So LeBron James wouldn't be in Russia playing because he wouldn't have to you know, supplement his income by having to play overseas. But I don't know what you do about it, Peter. Do I want the WNBA to be bigger? Do I want their players to make more money? Yeah, but unfortunately, the WNBA isn't up there with the NBA or the NFL that can command those types of salaries. I, I know Biden's been on top of it. I mean, it's getting national attention. But isn't it crazy, that, Don, that it even your point is so well taken because not only do we talk about it in a different way because of the the the, the bias in sports uh, towards men and against women, but the whole reason she's even there is because of the lack of pay that these pro athletes even make right. in this league. But but what what creates more money would be more interest. So you know the WNBA is doing what it can and to generate. The All-Star Game was on ABC. It was on national television last night. Mm. I don't know what, or yesterday afternoon. I don't know what number it did. Was Ryan on the call? I would assume so. He's the voice of the WNBA. But you're asking for it to be more popular. How do you do that? You know, uh, how, how how does the NHL become the NFL? Like, how does the WNBA become the NBA? Like, is it, you know, and so I, I don't know what you can do. I mean, the, 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 the fact that there's a league and and Title IX is going to be the major theme for the ESPYs coming up. But as far as our involvement as the United States to get her out of there, should it matter, Peter? That she's not LeBron James no. or Tom Brady? I mean, no. I, and I, I would think they're doing hope. everything they can. And, and a lot of things are working against her because – She's she's also gay, and Russia doesn't doesn't love that. I mean, there's a lot of things. It's well, really yeah, a shame she, what's and, happening and to she her. Pled, she pled she had guilty. To. She, she had, had to. to. And and then on top of that, you have the war with Ukraine and the tough stance the U.S. It's, has taken on Russia. There, it, it's it's a perfect it was just storm an of, accident. It's, it's it was just an accident that she she like it, it's not even drugs really, right? It's more like I guess what would you say that falls under contraband or yeah. paraphernalia, like whatever. It's it just it's it just it's just the worst possible thing. And I just imagine it's her family thinks she has to go there and play. It stinks that she's going. I. I She's you facing ten years. That's that's why you you said it best when you were in Japan that time. Like you can't mess around no. with anything drug related outside the United States because these countries have wacky, outdated laws. And if you're stuck there now, you're depending on the U.S. But, government but, to get but, you out. That's but it a tough wasn't spot. her being brazen or anything. It just it was. Uh, from what I understand, it was just a simple absent-mindedness. That will do it for ENN on this Monday. Your call's next on everything. 1-800-919-3776. Peter and Don on Yes and 9870 ESPN. Thanks for listening to the Michael K. Show podcast. Hear more of Michael, Don, and Peter live weekday afternoon starting at 3 on 98.7 ESPN in New York. The ESPN app, the TuneIn app, or on your smart speaker. Hey, Alexa, play 98.7 ESPN.